This is not going to be just something that, you know, we can just go out and easily execute within a few weeks. All right. Let me coach you through all of the processes and activities that are required to get you to where your goal is at this point. Absolutely. Welcome to the Business of Parenting podcast. Tune in as we discuss the principles of successful parenting as a business professional. Here's your host, Jason Harris. Hey, 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 what's going on, Podcast Nation? It is Jason Harris here, and thank you for joining me another episode of BOP, the Business of Parenting podcast, where I get to talk about anything and everything I want to talk about when it comes to parenting. I have a very special guest with me, a good friend of mine, literally not too far down the street, actually, from where I am. I have the one, the only, the oh-so-famous Mr. Everald Reed in the house. Everald, what's up, man? How you doing? I should have just come over to your house. (laughs) I know, right? I was kind of thinking about that. I was like, maybe we should just met for breakfast this morning or something. I mean, I have picked you up at your house, like, ungodly 5 a.m. That's true. We have done that a few times. How you doing, man? It's been a while. Uh, yeah, it's been a while for sure, a couple of years at least. I know we've texted occasionally yeah. and talk occasionally, but um, yeah, it's been an issue. It's been a a long couple of years for me, anyways. Yeah, and uh, yeah, what a crazy time in our industry. Um, what a crazy time to be a parent. I've just think the last two years talk about just challenging um, yourself from both sides you know, of our business, of just our, our career and, and just our, our families. I know a lot of things have uh, changed with you and we're going to get to talk about some of those. We've got some great topics today, but for, before we get into our topics though, for everybody out there watching and listening right now, I love, you know, I love kicking off these uh, podcasts, little origin stories, right? So, you know, let's get into that origin story of kind of just the family and yourself and the career and how it all kind of got started and where it is today. Wow. So the family and the career. Well, um, so w- w- which one first, the career or the family? Yeah, we'll go. Let's go career and then family. Okay. So career, career wise, uh, I'm, I'm pushing, actually, I've just exceeded my 30th year in the automotive space and been back at Lexus wow. of Oakville now for 10 and a half years. Now, in that 30 years, I did step away for a bit to, to do some other sales and marketing, but always kind of dabbled still within the automotive space, um, have held pretty much all the positions in the, uh, from, you know, senior management, um, general sales manager to owning a used car dealership, uh, sales and service. But the, the bulk of my sales career has been with Lexus and Toyota. And uh, I, I think it's, you know, bar none the best automotive company to work with because it's not just about sales and marketing. It's about a great philosophy. And I think I've learned so much from the Toyota and Lexus philosophy of doing business and success that it has uh, helped me to be successful in other businesses and entrepreneurship as well. So there's that. So, um, but I, aside from being involved with Lexus and Toyota, I hold a sales office uh, at, at Lexus of Oakville. I do also have my uh, consulting company um, where I do sales training, um, not just in the automotive space, but, you know, as you know, when you, you cut your teeth in the automotive space, you can pretty much sell in, in many other places. <laughs> that is very, very true. <laughs> or, you learn so much about the experiences of dealing with thousands of clients in so many different scenarios and different people that it toughens you up 
and prepares you, you know, gives you a perspective unlike any other. Yes. So that, you know, you can literally provide this type of advice and, and training and, and expertise and experiences to other industries. So I've created courses, I've written books and I've created courses. Uh, one, the lease performance blueprint, which helps dealerships to imp- increase lease retention, renewal rates, um, build long-term portfolios and build long-term sales careers. And then obviously the read method, um, a blueprint for achieving sales mastery. That's wow. I created that book and courses about sales and business success. What's important for the individual sales rep or manager or owner to have ultimate success in sales and business and in also in personal life. So I'm big on personal development, Mm -hmm. which I think has made my career, um, you know, it helps with the disciplines that, you know, you and I have to, work with such as getting up early getting my head start even though today i cheated a bit i wasn't did you you did not did you i know i've never heard that (laughs) usually you're up at like the crack of dawn you know and 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 you know again that's a perfect segue kind of into you know your family because you've not only made a monster career out of automotive but you also have a child who's (laughs) also fallen uh, and now two of them. Oh, two. And I didn't I, know this. Okay. All right. Tell me more. Tell me more. And I, and I don't know how this happened. Okay. I got nothing to do with it, but they were all, you know, playing football, went to college, university and decided they didn't like what they were doing there and get a call from Quincy who you've met. Mm-hmm. And he said, Oh, uh, I can't forget this cause like dad, how about I just sell cars? I was thinking, you know, he goes, I'm a good communicator. I, you know, I know how to talk to people. And he hit the nail right on the head because to be able to be successful in sales and business, communication is really number one. You have to be able to communicate and have empathy. And he actually, he's, you know, he didn't say, well, I wanted to go sell cars and make a bunch of money. He goes, well, I'm a good communicator. I know, I know how to talk to people. And I'm go, okay, well, that makes sense. And then I, I literally took him the, the, the book to home to study. I threw it at him and then he studied, passed the test. And it was important for me to guide and provide some guidance um, by directing him to the right, uh, what I think is, is one of the best dealerships that could have mentored him. Mm-hmm. And, the, and those are my friends over, who, and your friends over at Burlington Toyota who have took him under their wings and today he's he's like one of their top salesperson oh, like he's surprised me one bit. but <laughs> the chip yeah. off the old block i'll tell you that i know he's kicking ass over there so so good good on him you know and my my older son jordan out just by flu got introduced to element fleet company element fleet management uh nice. company so their their element fleet company is um, uh, corporate. Uh, they manage corporate accounts for big companies. So he actually is one of their account managers. That's cool. Uh, yeah, taking yep. orders for big companies across the U.S. and Canada. Now there's three, their, right? Their fleets. Do, do I have that right? Three. Yeah, my daughter yes. uh, is the one I was just talking to. Uh, she's off to. She's not in the automotive space, and at least not yet. She, she still, has, she still has a little bit of time. We'll see what she happens. Still has, yeah, no, she's the youngest, so anything is possible. <laughs> so how old are they? Let's go through that. So so my daughter, uh, Brianna, is 22. Mm-hmm. Quincy, who we've met, is 26. He'll turn 27 in September. 
and uh, my oldest Jordan is 28 uh, wow, man. and a half somewhere. They're pretty. So, cl- they're pretty close in age. They're pretty close yeah. in age, but they're all in their twenties, which you know is yeah, kind of all a, in their twenties, which is yeah. kind of a perfect segue kind of our first topic today, right? Because our first topic yeah. is parenting older kids. Yeah, right. <laughs> older kids, young adults. God, I hate I that. I, yeah. I hate that sound. I hate that. I when I say the word young adults, I kind of go <laughs> like I cringe a little. I'm like, like they're still going to yeah. be my kids, no matter I guess how old they are. But um, yeah. man, there's. I just think of everything different dynamic. It's a very different dynamic. So let's get into that. Tell us a little bit about kind of your approach and just the difference in the dynamics of parenting older kids versus younger. Well, one of the things with me is that I've always set the the bar pretty high for my kids. and, And I think it's kind of shown in the level of success that they've had to date. And, um, one of the things when, when Jordan, the 28 year old was interviewed by a company one one of the feedback they gave to him was you know tell your parents that they did a very good job of raising you and i'm like that is i think <laughs> i think that's a great compliment we all when, hear that <laughs> yeah if, if you're if, if your 28 year old goes for an interview and you know they're impressed in the interview or to the point where they're they're making such a statement i guess they can identify Verse compared to everybody else that they're interviewed, that there are there is maybe a, a difference here with this person. And I remember that they stopped the interviews; they did not take any other interviews, and hired him instead. Um, so I think when you when you're when you're you know raising older kids or your parents you know, older or young adults, uh, for me it's the the foundation of discipline where there there has to be respect because at the end of the day I make it pretty clear that you know if you know so much and you can do better then you can always be on your own like I was when I was seventeen right but they, they they're all in their twenties and thankfully Quincy the middle one has has his own place and is doing well and my other two are are trying to get into a place or to position themselves where they can be um which i mean these the days it is it it's the cost hard. of living is insane you it, know yeah. we you know we just recently sold our house and what we sold it for just blows my mind i mean yeah, the market is just ridiculous right now i actually have several young people that are in their 20s that work for me right now and they're trying to do the same thing they're trying to leave you know their mom and pa's place and to get their own and it's just i mean it's it's insane it's, it's thousands and thousands of dollars a month just to get a simple place but anyways i digress i want to go down I, you said something that um that I want to go down. I love finding rabbit holes. And you know me, I, I like finding rabbit holes. I love going down rabbit holes, right? Use yeah. the word discipline. Yeah. And, you know, you know, like like myself, I, you know, that the discipline of waking up every morning between 5 and 5.30, mm-hmm. you know? It's like, I, I think we, I think as parents, we hear the word discipline and sometimes we almost get, you know, it's like, it's like, it's like a no-no word. No, 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 we don't talk about that. Mm-hmm. You know, but I, I really kind of think, you know, of, Discipline is a mindset. You know, both of us have a podcast. You've had the opportunity to interview some amazing entrepreneurs and yeah. just successful business individuals. And the one trait that I think you've probably seen and I've seen as well is that they all are very well disciplined, all right, in just their routine. And and I think about that, and that's not something that happens overnight. You know, we were talking yeah. about this a little bit off camera before we started. You know, our kids, when they're younger, they go through this training stage. We have to train them what to do. Then yeah. we have to kind of develop 
them so that they can they can execute on those activities a bit better. And then as they get older, and especially, it's definitely I think in the age range that you're in right now, you you, you kind of become coach. Yeah. And you got to coach them. You can't tell them what to do. You have to coach them through. And I find in their twenties that that is probably one of the most biggest yeah. spaces you so spend. So you're more in. of a supporter uh, when mm-hmm. they're older. Mm-hmm. You 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 become more in the support role where yeah they'll bounce things off you or you'll see something and you'll say hey uh there's a better way to do this you know instead of saying no because some if you say no and they want to do it they're probably going to do it anyways but uh it's a way of showing them a better way Mm -hmm. sometimes and giving showing them alternatives um that they can get to a better result than they anticipated or get to the same result but through but with better through a better channel, so to speak, you know, a less painful channel. Um, so guidance, you know, in terms of literally even saying to my daughter, um, don't speed, slow down, don't rush too much to get to where you're going, leave five minutes earlier. Okay. Those simple things literally save lives, you know, save accidents, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, save you getting tickets, which cause all the headaches. So it's, it's, it's the big stuff now that you're dealing with. You're not just telling someone to clean up their room and pick up their toys <laughs> or eat your dinner. You know, you're, you're, you're talking about driving. You're talking about, you know, key responsibilities and insurance payments and car payments and saving for mortgages and saving to buy a house and making sure that you've got your education in place or for me education is about having options so I, Mm -hmm. i you know for me i've tried to teach them about putting yourself in a position that you have the options where it's not about being told here is $20 an hour because that's the skills you have. And if you don't give yourself options or set yourself up, I think parents have, that's what we have to do with, with young adults is to keep, you know, consistently reminding them that they, they want to put the kids, you want to put them in a position where they have better options, you know, as opposed to just, you know, having to just follow, like, like right now you're talking about houses, like, you know, it, it's an impossibility for even for grownups to buy a house. Well, it's very, very tough. Days. So you, and that's that, that goes back to that discipline rabbit yeah. hole I wanted to go down, right? Like, I mean, look, I think when you get to that age and I'm kind of thinking this is what, you know, my father did with me now, I always had a very interesting relationship with my father because he actually was my coach and my dad mm-hmm. at the same time, which is actually yeah. still very awkward even today. Because even today, sometimes within a millisecond, he can go from dad to coach like that. And some people look at it and they go, what did he just say to you? And, you know, but that's true. We we have to kind of coach him through it. It's like, hey, you have the goal getting your own place. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, look, let me coach you through. All right. If you're you're saying that you're going to do it, you're going to do it. You want to do it. You're going to do it. Okay. Well, it's going to be a crap ton of work. Yeah. Right. This is not going to be just something that, you know, we can just go out and easily execute within a few weeks. All right. Let me coach you through all of the processes and activities that are required to get you to where your goal is at this point. Absolutely. Like eating out less, less, you know, door dashes, less skip the dishes. Yes. Which is a, little things, yeah. All those things that just drain your bank account. Uh, that's money you could be saving. Driving <clears throat> these days, driving to places unnecessarily is a waste of money and time. Mm-hmm. 
be, you know, who doesn't calculate now or think twice about where they're driving to? Um, you know, can you ride your bike or can you walk instead? Well, and, and it's, <laughs> or, it's, it's, the same, it's the same thing that we have to do with our staff. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think some of the best businesses out there, all right, do an amazing job of, you know, really kind of sitting down with their staff and understanding their why. I got to put my kids through school, saving up money for a house. All right. I, I want to take this vacation to Jamaica. You know, it, it's like it. And then as kind of business owners or leaders within our business, similar to leaders within our family unit. All right. Um, that w we need to kind of coach them, you know, through Speaking that. about parenting, I got to let my dog in. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Come. Um, sorry, Okay, it's a little, it's a little, it's a little one. So my daughter left, and now because I'm here, he comes to my room. I uh, love it. I love it. See, oh yeah, that's the other kid. That's that's the other kid. I was funny. I actually had I had a uh, podcast the other day where um, uh, Lou Ramirez and he called himself the Doodle Dad, and I'm like the Doodle Dad. He goes, Yeah, my kids are all gone now, and you know I got left with the dog, and that's what I am. I'm the, I'm the Doodle Dad now. Um, but yeah. it's good. <laughs> But you know what though? I look, I look, coaching is an amazing place to be in. Um, but it's definitely a mindset that we have to kind of remember. It's sometimes it's 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 easy to kind of default back to just wanting to train them what to do and what not to do. When really yeah. in reality, we have to let them kind of make their decisions. We've got to coach them through those. Yeah, decisions. they got to make some mistakes along the way because uh, that's the only way they'll truly learn. And you know, sometimes maybe get that speed and ticket so that they realize the consequences of what that means, or you know, I don't know, like there, there has to be some learning and tough toughness along the way. Spoon well, feeding. well, you know what? I like the fact that you kind of bring that up too, because, yeah. you know, the one thing we're going to go into your, the next topic that you've kind of chose is, is parenting after the loss of a close yeah. family member. Yes. And, you know, uh, parenting, it, it takes, it, it, it takes a village to raise a child. Mm -hmm. That's, mm -hmm. that's, that's the saying, right? And it does, it truly does take many different people with many different types of personalities you know ever like me and your personality are very similar all right mm -hmm. we grew up in the car business it's uh suck it up buttercup and check it out the door um mm -hmm. you know there's there's this kind of like we can still emp be empathetic but there's still this just buckle down and get it done and which is i find balanced by my wife who's more in tune with her emotions Mm -hmm. Um, then, then I would say I am, you know, and you know, when we lose, you know, someone in our family, how do we balance that back out? So if you don't mind, I'd love to kind of go into that story. If you want to kind of give us some context. Yeah, really it, cool. it's really, it's really weird. I mean, and it's just, uh, June here, this, this past June. So it's mm -hmm. literally one year and one month oh, since wow. the passing of my wife. Yeah. So it was June, June 3rd, last year, 2021. And it was already a trying time, you know, a year and a half into COVID and, and, uh, typically towing around trying, you know, not to make her sick or, you know, uh, making sure that we were sanitizing everything around her. Um, and then, you know, cancer has it has a way, um, of really, really creeping up and, mm -hmm. you know, so, 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 uh, you know, for most, you know, it, it was breast cancer. And I mean, just to get into a, a bit of it, and we managed that for a long time. I mean, mm -hmm. it was, was a few years and it had 
gone in remission and then um, <clears throat> it returned, I, I guess, two, three years ago. Uh, well, three years ago. And uh, yeah, it became very difficult to deal with. So I had to manage that with her. I did my best between work and, you know, taking time off to take her to all the different treatments and, you know, as much as time as we could. Um, but, but the, the thing with that, Jason was, what do you tell the kids? Right. Mm -hmm. And for her, she didn't want to scare them and to give them all the details of her illness, because we still had a lot of hope. We were trying everything mm -hmm. to, to see if we could, you know, at least, prolong her life or give her a better way out or something and all along her her main thing was to protect the children from them not worrying too much mm -hmm. um even though she was going through hell so um that was yeah that was kind of a tough time and then to having having to actually deal with it and it's just weird how yeah, it, it literally goes from <clears throat> someone who, you know, she drove, she was driving in May, um, and she was gone by June 3rd. Mm -hmm. Like, it, it was like... It's crazy. It was, yeah, it was just like a, a precipitous decline in, in her health in over like a two-week period. Well, and, and not, just, not, not just the loss of just the partner of marriage that you had, mm -hmm. but then just the loss of the partner that you have in the business of parenting. Um, yeah. It's yeah. just, I mean, you got hit twice, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, and it's just- years, we were married almost 28 years. It's amazing. It would have been 20, it would have been 28 in the August. So it was just, just under 28 years. So I knew her pretty much all my, most of my life. Mm -hmm. I would have known her about 30 years and I'm only 52 now. So at the time, it would have been, yeah, uh, so most of my life. But then, yeah, so you're losing, you know, your partner from 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 partnership perspective. But then, to to the kids, she was their absolute. Um, you know, she was kind of a hero to the kids. They were like best buddies. Where I'd I'd be the more disciplinarian and the the firmer hand, so to speak. But she was like their buddy. And, um, so, so to them, it was, at a, it's still kind of, I know they still haven't come to grips with it. Now, do, do you find that you had to start taking on a few more duties, you know, of being more of that friend, uh, yeah. being more of that empathetic ear, that emotional piggy bank that maybe, you know, we weren't yeah. quite trained to be. Yeah. I'm, I'm way more flexible uh, in terms of how I analyze things with i think before i kind of react to <clears throat> what my kids are or doing or suggesting or asking um just to just keep in mind that maybe they're doing things a certain way because of, that's how they're dealing with the loss <clears throat> so i don't react as i usually do but um but I definitely listen more and I think I try to engage with, with them more. Um, whether it be golfing with one son, whether it be cooking and sharing meals with the other, whether it be 
you know, I invite them out to more events with me and stuff like that. Just try to interact more. Yeah. Um, yeah. Stuff like that. Well, it's, it's just trying to kind of, well, it's, it's a rebuild, you know, yeah. um, before you had, you had two dynamics. All right. And, you know, I think as children is that you have a relationship with both dynamics, mm-hmm. right. And, um, you know, I think children need both dynamics. They need kind of this balance, you know, of this softness and this firmness and kind of the scale that kind of sways back and forth. Yeah. And, you know, it's like when, when that scale is kind of off, you know, it's kind of our responsibility to kind of pick this up, which is then kind of going into kind of our next subject, which is parenting, you know, by yourself while juggling a career and entrepreneurship. Um, but actually, yeah. you know what, though, real quick, though, before I kind of go into that topic, and I do this sometimes, I go a little squirrely. Mm, um, that's okay. You know, I think there there are definitely others out there that are listening, watching right now who, who may be in a similar situation. Is, is there any advice you know, being now you've gone through the first year, wow. any advice that you'd, you know, I've yeah, the one thing for me is, I mean, and I've both from a parenting perspective and, and, and from a partner perspective is, you know, I, I, I do have some, you know, I wish I did things a little differently, you know, even, even, you know, when the, when she was talking to me, she, she would say, well, you know, I don't have a lot of time. And I'm like, you know, come on, let's, 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 let's figure out a way. Let's do this. Let's do that. And it's, I think people know, and, and they know how they feel and they know what their bodies and their mind is telling them when they're really sick. Um, so I think we need to listen and probably pay a bit more attention um, I was, I was the, opt- I was very optimistic. I was always trying to, you know, to say, okay, there's gotta be a way, there's gotta be a way, there's gotta be a chance. Let's do this. Let's try this. Um, but I think people know, you know, and sometimes they've just had enough of the pain and the, yes. and, and, and the discomfort. And, um, so, so, so I wish I spent more quality time rather than you know being like I, I i at some point let my career especially at at lexus um and I, I have no qualms about saying this where i was too worried about to take as much time as i needed because well, that's um, the juggling what, we were talking about the, yeah. the juggling and what they may say that you know, why am I not there as much, even though they know, you know, and, 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 and the, and the part that, that came, that was a bit annoying for me. And, and I think people will go through this as well is when I said that I was to, you know, having to take care of my wife and stuff in some instances, I know they thought I was actually out doing my other business, Mm. which was, Mm. which was a mistake on their part. You know, so it's how do you juggle, keep a job, keep everyone informed, but at the same time, prioritize your family. So, and that is one tough place to do, um, even more so with not having a, a partner to do it with, yeah. you know, um, I mean, I think of just juggling today my kids are young, you know, and, you know, juggling just, just life in general, juggling the business 
and yeah. just juggling their training and development needs you know might, might yeah. are not as old as yours you and know. with your kids right you can't they can't drive themselves to go do this and that no, they're right? very dependent they're very yeah, very so dependent you, so you have to be there whereas whereas <laughs> with my my kids they all have their own cars you know they can get around uh and so on so yeah the the independence level is different and that's what you kind of have to gauge during you know who's going to help out with what and how you're going to structure your days and what you have to, i mean we have to plan okay if someone's not home for an extended period of time who's going to be home to walk the dog yes so it's it's those little things well it, now, now it's a matter of planning and scheduling and then trying to find little hacks like you said of you know going golfing with one and yeah. you know uh, driving another just so you can have a little bit of quality time um you know it's yeah. it's those little hacks but the schedule um you know i think anybody out there juggling i think no matter what kind of age group your kids are in and there's always juggling seems like parents are always doing that always, right yeah. is that you know s scheduling and you know sticking to a routine is in incredibly important to kind of maintain the rhythm of that juggling <laughs> wouldn't you say yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Hey, I know we get towards the tail end of our time, Everald, and I can't tell you how much I truly, truly appreciate you just being so open and just vulnerable enough and just real with us this morning. This has been a really cool time to connect and have some of these tougher yeah. discussions, you know, but but before I let you go, though, I always kind of like to wrap things up with kind of a, a last question. And, you know, if for anybody out there that might be, you know, a new or up and coming new parent with your many, <laughs> many years of experience, is there yeah. any piece of advice that you would share with uh, new and up and coming parents? Well, uh, being, being present um, is very important, I think. Mm -hmm. um, being present, finding time for yourself as well is, is very important because it can drive you crazy if you're always given, 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 and not taking care of yourself. Um, so yes, you have to live for your children and live for your family, but don't forget to take care of yourself in the process as well. That's a, a very good point. You know, um, yeah. self-care. Yeah. All right. Is what allows us to kind of maintain that rhythm of the juggling act you know, yeah. that we were talking about. Yeah, like they say, you're not good to anybody else if, if you if you can't take care of you, if you're not good for yourself. So you have to take care of yourself and realize that your family needs you. And that means, okay, taking care of your health, eating right, getting exercise, you know, mentally, um, you know, there's, there's uh, mental health and there's all sorts of talking to people just to express yourselves, to get things off your chest and not keeping things in as you know, sometimes as I did. That's some great advice. Everald, thank you so much for taking the time to uh, talk with me this morning. This has been, this has been a, this has been a really great, very eye opening. I've learned a lot. Uh, thank you oh, so thank much. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Have yourself a good time. Yeah. All right. Take care. Thanks for tuning in to the business of parenting podcast with your host, Jason Harris. Don't want to miss new content. Be sure to check out the full podcast library at strategywithjason.com to stay in the know. Remember to like, comment, and subscribe. Happy podcasting.